Hello everybody. My name is Steve Lally and I'm a storyteller. And I'd like to wish you all a very happy Halloween. For I am here telling sound stories for RT Junior Radio. So I want you to turn down the lights and settle in to hear some spooky, scary stories for Saul. Now the first story I'm going to tell you is called The Graveyard Bride. I came across this chilling story of The Graveyard Bride whilst I was writing Monaghan Folktales back in 2017. Now this story has its origins in a place called Erigal True Graveyard, which is in County Monaghan. It's a great ghost story, and it was even made into a poem by the writer William Carlton, 1794 to 1869. There are few greater superstitions and fears in Ireland than those linked with death. For example, if a magpie comes to your door and looks at you, it is a sure sign of death. And when a swarm of bees suddenly quits the hive, it is a sign that death is hovering near the house. Stop all the clocks at the time of death to confuse the devil himself and give the soul time to reach heaven. These are just a few of the superstitions that some people in Ireland still believe in to this day and most of them have been passed down from generation to generation. Now the demon bride is also known as the graveyard bride or the phantom bride. She's a folkloric figure that goes about stealing the life force from hapless mourners. The stories about her, and there are quite a few, would put the fear of God into anybody. (coughs) Graveyards are the perfect setting for a good ghost story. Many won't walk past them or visit them after dark, and certainly not around Halloween time. Some recall seeing shadows or hearing voices late at night, and some say that these voices are the souls gathering together. Lots of stories from Irish folklore are based on the dead and their resting places. But no story I have come across is as chilling as the story of the graveyard bride that roams the medieval graveyard of Erigal True in County Monaghan. Now, Erigal True graveyard is one of the most ancient religious sites in all of Ulster. It is believed to have been a site of worship as far back as early Christian times. The graveyard was used for burials into the present century, but the church next to it was dismantled in 1835. The graveyard is acclaimed for its distinctively carved 18th century headstones, and there is a holy well that attracted generations of pilgrims until the 19th century, and people can still visit the well to this day. And people might come to the holy well for a drop of holy water to bring back to the sick or elderly, or some might come to photograph the headstones, but one thing is for sure, no one comes to meet the graveyard bride. I am sure funerals in this graveyard were not well attended when the word got out 
of this spirit's presence. It is believed that if a beautiful woman approaches you after a funeral at Erigal True Graveyard and arranges a date with you, then it will not be long before you too are to be put into the ground. There are many versions of the same story, but sadly they all end the same way, in death. One version of the story holds that when a funeral takes place in the graveyard, an entity is present. It manifests itself as a woman, and to the human eye appears to be a living, breathing human being. This woman mingles with the congregation, and so to those in attendance, she would not look out of place. She approaches the last person to leave the funeral, if the hanger-on happens to be a man. And she goes about setting a date when she and the mortal can meet before vanishing into thin air. The date they set is the date that the poor man will die. Another version I heard from a person in the locality held that the lady is meant to have a charmed passion and comes with a promise to meet in the churchyard the month from that day. The promise is sealed by a kiss which results in a deadly stain on the skin of the receiver. It might even be his last kiss. Now the story I'm about to tell you dates back to 1895. It is about a young man called John who came to a tragic end after meeting the graveyard bride. Although his family were originally from County Monaghan, he was living in the north of England and returned home for the funeral. He was lingering after attending the burial. And when he was about to leave, he saw a figure moving at a fast enough pace between the gravestones, only stopping at the odd one to read the inscription. As this female figure drew closer, he noticed how beautiful she was. And if he hadn't just attended the funeral, he would have sworn he had been to a wedding because what stood before him was a beautiful bride dressed in white. She had long dark hair and pale skin and blue eyes. Her beauty was apparent, but he could see that she was in deep despair. He asked her if she was looking for something, and she explained to him that she had come to the graveyard to wait for a man. But because it was growing dark, she was worried he wasn't going to show up, and she was so forlorn. She asked John if he would wait with her. Please sit away with me. It does get awfully lonely. And he agreed. So they sat together on a stone and talked. She asked him many questions, but did not give too much of herself away. It was dark by now, and it was obvious that this man that the woman was waiting for wasn't going to show up. He had stood her up. John had enjoyed talking to her and 
asked her her name. She said, I will not tell you my name now, but let's meet again on this spot, one year from this evening, and you will know everything about me. And before he could answer, the woman was gone. Up she got, and she made her way back through the headstones until she disappeared completely. John went back to his lodgings and couldn't get the meeting out of his mind. It was quite unsettling and he had a bad feeling. At breakfast the next morning he told his host about the woman. The host went pale and quiet. John was worried and asked him why he was responding in such a way. He explained to him that the woman John had met was not a person but a ghost, a graveyard bride. She was notorious in the area for seeking out single men to marry. He said that it was a warning that he was not for this world for long. He was advised to go and seek a priest to pray for his soul and that is what he did. He heard similar stories from other people in the locality and so he feared the worst. He travelled back to his home in the north of England and tried to live life as normal. He was so frightened that he became depressed and didn't want to leave the house. He lost weight and couldn't think of anything other than the date the graveyard bride had set for him. He knew he had to travel back to Monaghan on that exact date and meet his fate. So he thought that if he did so, he could persuade her to change her mind and maybe spare his life. This prospect gave him some hope. So he departed. And when he arrived back in Ireland, he made his way to the graveyard where he had first met the strange woman. At first, there was no sign of her. But then, he saw something in the corner of his eyes, darting from grave to grave. Yes, it was the bride, his bride-to-be. And she flew towards him, throwing her arms wide open. And he fell into them. The next morning... John was found in Errigal True Graveyard. He was dead, with a look of absolute terror etched into his face. The inquest stated that he had died from a heart attack the church that was beside the graveyard is now a ruin, and there have been no such stories in recent times, maybe because no one would dare to walk alone in the graveyard if they believed the tale that had been passed down in the parish for generations was indeed true. But it is said 
that the place is haunted still, and that, if on a dark evening you should take a look at the graveyard, you can still catch a glimpse of a white gown darting from grave to grave. Happy Halloween. (laughs) 